In just a few days, those of us here in the U.S. will be celebrating Thanksgiving. I guess we figure one day of giving thanks is enough to cover the other 364, but we are wrong. We are very, very, very wrong. We all have so much to be thankful for every day, not just on one day out of the year. Most of us just have to look around and we'll see how much we have to be thankful for. Our family and friends, our church, all the stuff that we've got. You know, God has really blessed most of us in big ways. There's a woman that I went to visit in the hospital, the first church where I served, and she had had heart surgeries and some other surgeries. She was on dialysis. Uh, she had had a couple forms of cancer, but yet she was the most upbeat and thankful person that I think I've maybe ever met, and certainly one in the situation that she was in. As Americans, all we need to do is compare ourselves to the rest of the world and see how much we have to be thankful for. You know, Thanksgiving is a great time to get together with family and friends I think it would be even better if maybe the neighbor came or those co-workers, those not able to pay you back. I mean, it's just a meal to start, but who knows, it could develop into something much more. In Proverbs 28:37, it says, Those who give to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to them receive many curses. You know that the Lord blesses us as we give. He doesn't just give to us so our needs can be met. He blesses us so we can be a blessing to others. So be thankful for all the blessings that you have received and pass it on. Let's pray. Father, I just give you thanks for your word. Lord, I thank you that uh, it's as fresh and new today as when it was written hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And uh, it uh, pertains to us and our lives. And so, Father, help us to, to learn from all that you have for us in your word. So, Lord, just uh, today open our ears, our minds, our hearts, that we will accept the message that you have given me to share with others. And, Lord, I just pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Give thanks. With a grateful heart, give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ His Son. And now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. And now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks. In 1978, a young seminary graduate named Henry Smith was struggling to find work and coming to terms with a degenerative eye condition that would eventually leave him legally blind. Despite those hardships, Henry found hope in 2 Corinthians 
chapter 8, verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake became poor, so that through you his poverty might become rich. And because of that verse, he penned Give Thanks, one of the most beloved songs of our time. He had written over 300 worship songs. This was the only one that was ever published. Years later, a young worship leader named Don Moen would record Henry's song, helping to carry it around the world. Today, you can hum Give Thanks at almost any church in the world, no matter the country or the language, and someone will recognize the simple song of thanksgiving and trust. Well, what does the scripture say about giving thanks? A lot. Page after page, verse after verse, it says a lot about giving thanks. So let's take a look at Paul's letters. In all but two, he wrote something like this. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. That's Ephesians 1, 15 and 16. Paul knew what he needed to accomplish for the Lord. He knew he needed help being able to do that. He needed the churches in Ephesus, Rome, Philippi, Thessalonica, Oklahoma City, Boston, Los Angeles, Toronto, wherever it may be, the help is needed to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. We're not working for the Lord to get a pat on the back. But this in Matthew 25, 23, is... After the servant had done a good job, and Jesus said, Well done, good and faithful servant. That's the thanks that we desire from the Lord. So let's move on to the Psalms and get some words of thanks there as well. <clears throat> One of the most well-known is Psalm 100, verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. You know, praise and thanks kind of go hand in hand. Because when you're thanking the Lord for something, you're praising the Lord for what he's done. When we have something to be thankful for, we need to praise the Lord. We need to, if it's something especially we've been praying about and we've received the answer, we need to go back and give him thanks. Let him know just how thankful you are. In Psalm 69.30, David tells us this, I will praise God's name in song and glorify him with thanksgiving. You know, David wrote a lot of psalms, and many of them are songs of thanks. You know, David, he was a music kind of guy, and so, you know, I can just see him grabbing his harp and sitting down and putting together just another psalm to give thanks to the Lord for all he's done. And many psalms speak about singing to the Lord. There are many songs about giving the Lord thanks. Every type of music, 
You know, the good old hymns of the church, the choruses that we sing, like Give Thanks, a contemporary Christian song, the Southern Gospel. I'm sure there's probably rap songs out there that uh, give thanks to the Lord. Now, some of these songs you may know, and others not so much. One song that came to mind was, Now Thank We All Our God, comes from Isaiah 12, 4. Come, ye thankful people, come. Psalm 65, 11. In thanksgiving, let us praise him. Ezra 3, 11. And thank you, Lord. This is my favorite one. And in 2 Corinthians 9, 15, it says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And the song is simple. It says, Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation, so rich and free. You know, you can't beat that for a way to be thanking God. Let me take a look now at some of Paul's letters and just what he wrote to some of the churches. Let's start in Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. It says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Paul wrote this to encourage the church of Colossae to be thankful for what the Lord has done for them. That's really great advice still today, isn't it? Well, let's slide over to the next chapter of Colossians, to chapter 3, and this is verses 15 to 17. It says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Always, in all ways, thanks and praise to the Lord. How about Paul's letter to the church in Philippi? Chapter 4, verse 6. You know, this is another familiar one. Okay, and this is what Paul has to say to them and us. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Now, the first part of that verse maybe puts the, the brakes on for some people. Do not be anxious about anything. Yep, that's what Paul said. Stop your worrying and give it to the Lord. And when you do, the rest of the verse becomes evident, okay? To be giving thanks and present your requests to God and to give him thanks for all he's done. It's not easy, but you know you're not alone and that God is in charge of the results. This last one, is one you may recognize as well. 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18. Rejoice always. 
Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Notice one extremely important thing. Paul says, in all things, give thanks. Not for all things, give thanks. <clears throat> Listen to the way Eugene Peterson puts this in the message. He says, be cheerful, no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God, no matter what happens. Some of you might be thinking, well, you don't know anything about my situation. And you're right, I don't. But God does. He knows more about your situation than you do. And he sees the end. He sees where it's going to be going, what's going to be happening. And so, you know, you need to, to give it to him, whatever that situation may be. You may think it's impossible to give thanks in your circumstances. And maybe things are getting worse instead of better. But if you believe God's word, you know you're not alone and have much to be thankful for. So as we prepare to eat too much delicious food, fall asleep watching football, and get all the leftovers packaged up, remember how blessed you are and give thanks. Give thanks to whom? Well, sure, we need to give thanks to our family and friends, but first we need to give thanks to the Lord. And remember this, there is nothing too small to thank God for. You know, when you find your keys that you've been looking all over for, give the Lord thanks. When you try on the pair of pants you haven't worn in a while and they fit, give them thanks. When you drop a glass or a plate or something and it doesn't break, give them thanks. When you go to the store and there's something that you've been looking for and wanting and it's on sale, give him thanks. When you get that parking place, give him thanks. So never stop giving the Lord thanks for what he's been doing in your life. Let's pray. Father, I just give you thanks for those that... Uh, that hear this, and Lord, wherever they may be in the world. But Lord, I just pray that those that know you and love you will be reminded of some things that your word tells us. Uh, several of the scriptures that I used were ones that should be familiar to believers. But Lord, I know me, like them, uh, need reminders sometimes. And Lord, I just lift up those that this is the first Thanksgiving that they have without a loved one or loved ones. And I know that it's going to be difficult for them. So, Father, I just pray that um, you'll surround them with your love. You'll surround them with people that, that know them and love them and will lift them up through this difficult time. And Lord, I lift up those that may be listening that um, don't know you, that maybe they've never been in a church building before. Lord, maybe they grew up in the church and uh, turned their back on you and turned their back on whatever they thought the church meant. 
But Lord, I just pray that uh, through this Thanksgiving time and the Christmas season to come, that Lord, that they will realize the need that they have for you in their lives. That no matter what else has happened in their life, that you've been there for them. Uh, they haven't seen you. Maybe they haven't heard you. Or maybe they have seen you and didn't recognize you. Maybe they have heard your voice and turned their deaf ear to it. So Lord, let this be the time that they put that behind them and that they come to you. So Father, let them know that they can come to you and pray in this way. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me. Thank you because I'm a sinner and I'm in need of a Savior. And there's only one Savior, your Son, Jesus Christ, who lived his life for me, died on the cross for me and my sins, and rose from the dead, and is coming again. So Lord, let me be ready. In Jesus' name, amen.